knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Experience an epic summer at Busch Gardens Williamsburg with world-class rides, shows, exciting animal encounters, and all-new thrills on Pantheon, the world's fastest multi-launch coaster. Come early and stay late during summer celebration. Now through August 14th, see the stars of America's Got Talent, live concerts, and fireworks every weekend. There's always more to do at the world's most beautiful theme park, Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Save up to 50% on tickets, fun cards, and memberships during our 4th of July sale. Restrictions apply. We open inside a vast lair. A Nissan Rogue speeds toward a gigantic door, closing fast. Our hero says, I know this seems like your typical narrow escape, but it's not. This is a Nissan sales event ad. The doors inch closer. Will she make it? Determined, she grips the wheel and hits the gas. The turbocharged Rogue squeezes through, just as the giant doors clang shut. There's no escaping summer savings during the Nissan Summer Event. Now get 1.9% financing for 36 months on the 2022 Nissan Altima. Availability is limited, so contact your local dealer for inventory information and shop NissanUSA.com. Hurry, before these offers get away. For well-qualified buyers, 1.9% APR financing for 36 months on new 2022 Altima and dealer stock. Example, 36 months financing at $28.60 per month per thousand financed. Actual down payment may vary, subject to in-mac credit approval and residency restrictions. Dealer contribution may affect price set by dealer. Dealer sets actual price. Contact dealer for details. N7522. Do you have a slow friend who just can't seem to get off of that log? Do they need to take a break from their break? Then we've got the solution for you. Hiking Heelys. These off-road boot skates will send them down the trail at significant speeds, whether they like it or not. They can now roll over rocks, glide through streams, and plow through animal poop. Take it from satisfied customer Derek Somerville, who says, I used to hold my group up for hours each day. With Hiking Heelys, my non-muscular legs and lack of fitness aren't a problem anymore. Check it out at morethanonemileperhour.com. What's going on, B&B? Welcome to the B&B Podcast, where you might learn some things for your future outdoor adventure and hopefully get a laugh along the way. With me today is the only man who prefers lunging and marching over hiking on the trail, mm. Carl Mandrioli. How are you doing, big guy? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, I'm doing great, man. With me today is Derek Somerville, a man who tries to increase his fitness level by holding his breath in the shower. That's right. Lungs are yeah. important. Lungs are they important. Are. That's true. 
Yep. Yep. So what are you up to now? You're up to like 15 seconds? 25. 25. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's been getting good. Not bad. Speaking of yeah. uh, exercise and strength and training and just knowing a lot of things, we have a very special, special interview today, which I thoroughly enjoy every time we have on the, on yes. the podcast. Uh, who is that you talk about? Dude, I'm talking about Rowan from Summit Strength. Yes, yes. The legend. One of our favorites. The legend. For sure. Yeah. So we had Rowan, not just I, but we had Rowan on our show. Derek made the interview again. Wow. I'm not going to miss a well Rowan done. interview, period. Uh, no, he, he got it. He might have He might have created a, I might have created a nickname or two for him. You'll have to hear that later on. But uh, these <laughs> things just come up. You know, he's just got, they he's do. a fountain of, of just... I don't know. Youthful knowledge? Is it? No, that's awkward. A fountain of youthful knowledge. To keep sure. us young on the trail? Sure. To keep the body young? Yeah. On the, yes, that works. Okay. Fair enough. Let's go with that. This is, I can. I feel like we're testing the waters a little bit with this episode. We've had a lot of people who have kind of just asked us about doing more episodes of kind of along, along these lines with, you know, hmm. longer trails, more days on the trail, through hikes, and so on. And so... I'm curious to see kind of, you know, what the responses to this and, and how many hits we get because I feel like we've got some good information and, um, yeah, if people want more information along these lines, like, we'll continue to go down. We'll do another episode of this. They but. will. They will. And I'm not even, like, and I'm not, and I've said this time and time again, I'm not a big long trailer. I'm not a big through hiker at all. But he always right. has really good information to, to just keep your body in the best possible shape uh, right. in, in anything you do outdoors. So. I, I really enjoy. And when you say you're not big on this, do you mean you're just you don't do it at all? Correct, correct. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, well, we could dive into that as well. Mm. But John four six. This is about Jesus traveling from Judea to Samaria. Mm. It says Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did, did did Jesus need to do strength training for long trailing? Are you? No, he's he's already traveled for half a day. It's okay to take a break, uh, right? Well, I mean, I get that, but like, is he walking around the market square with a backpack on? You think? You know? I'm sure he's got some gear with him for sure. It doesn't always specify, but how many more miles could you cover if you took your first rest break halfway through the day? <laughs> <laughs> this is a question for me. Uh, yeah. As long as it takes. What do I, what do I need to okay. do? I'll do it. Okay. okay. So when I ask you a specific, like a numerical value, your answer is as long as it takes. Nice. I'm not going to give you a numerical okay. value because then you that's your opportunity to mock. Well, I think the question so. itself is kind of a mockery question. Do you want me to just – yeah, it is. All right, I'll, ask, I'll, I'll, I'll go a different direction. I saw that. Another takeaway yeah. take is that Jesus was a man. <laughs> oh, boy. Man incarnate, and even he got tired. Mm. Does this give you any comfort? It, it does. Of course, for sure. I don't feel so guilty, <laughs> you know. Okay. The All guilt right. is gone. Just, just know half halfway through the day, around noon it says, so not a mile in. And he had how many? How many backpacks did he? How much does a backpack weigh? Does that say in the Bible? Is that? Uh, does not say in the Bible. Yeah. Mm, I think that would be interesting to kind of weigh in on what they were carrying with them. Anyway, so we're gonna get to, yeah, we're gonna get to how to how to go to to noon, how to go for longer than that, how to go multiple days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how to go to noon? How to go to noon? Yeah. Noon won't come unless you go to it. All right. So for if, if you haven't heard Rowan Smith before, he is from across the pond in Australia. He yep. does he does a lot of things, but he's a strength trainer, fitness coach. He's out there on social media. He has Legit. his own podcast, which we'll talk about. He has, he's got, he actually has more episodes than we do. So he's he's a big time podcaster. And he comes on our show about once a season. 
and just provides yep. wisdom, basically, right? He's legit. He's legit. He's legit. He's like the MacGyver on the trail of, of body knowledge. Does that make sense? MacGyver on the trail, yeah. And MacGyver just, of body knowledge on the trail. rolling out the description. That's so what like he it. is. I did. He yeah. just, that's what he does. So, so without further ado, here's how it went down. Rowan, how's it going, my friend? Mate, I am well. I am well. Very, very excited to be back on. Yeah, it's good to have you back on. Always a pleasure. Yeah, we just always appreciate your wisdom and all the information you provide, and I know that everybody else out there does as well. So yeah. thanks for joining us. Yeah. I always um, feel like I learn something from him every yeah. time we, you know, do have an interview with him. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I gotta get a little nugget. I gotta get a little, another little nugget from Rowan before. I think yeah. we all learn something. So yeah. So okay, just jumping right in. So our our theme is longer trails and through hikes for this episode. So let's just start with your personal experience with uh, the longer trips that you've done and any through hikes you might have done. So what's kind of your background there? Yeah, so my background, my background with this type of stuff, like I, I'm not a through hiker. I'll say that straight up. Like, you know, I, I like typically mm-hmm. the longest one I've done is sort of a, a couple of weeks, um, and even that it was okay. more of towards ten days. So I'm not a through hiker myself because I like the. I don't like the logistics personally. <laughs> I, I, I just don't. I'm like, with you there, buddy. Yeah. I'm with we'll you. get we'll get to that later. But logistics are an issue. For yeah, sure. I just can't like planning my adventures. I very much am a a light on the planning side of things. So you're looking at planning out a proper through hike. Well, it hurts my head a little bit. But but basically, mm. my background from what I'm going to be talking about today is even though I haven't you know done some of the longer through hikes myself, I've definitely trained quite a few people for a number of different through hikes throughout the world. So so for people okay. who are doing the the Pacific Crest Trail, and the Appalachian Trail, and the John Muir Trail over in the states, um, in the, you know in New right. Zealand doing the the Te, Te Aroa, which I always butcher the pronunciation of um but that great long trail over new zealand you know in australia some people training for the bibulaman track which is a big one over here and a few people training for the larapinta trail which is um becoming pretty popular and um a few other a few other trails here and there so as much as you know, yeah. my hiking experience is a little bit on the shorter side of things. You know, the the, the training side of things, it, a lot of it crosses over with a few, obviously, tweaks for the different type of adventure that people have ahead. Yeah, I think, I, I don't think we should naysay your, your 10-day trek, though, because when we say longer trails, I think most people that are backpacking are typically right, going for right. weekends or long weekends. And so a longer trail to them could be double that, which is yeah. still like, a, let's say, a week, right? And so 10 days out there, that's pretty significant. And obviously you can cover quite a lot of ground in 10 days. And, and that could be all the people can, can get to based on, you know, work schedules or family life. And I know that most people, you know, they, they reference the trails that you're talking about. And some of those are monster, you know, multi-month long trips, but that doesn't necessarily have to be the case for longer for trips and through hikes. So, um, so this, yeah, we're trying to hit kind of, yeah manageable like some people are training for those long ones but just manageable things as well that people can do for some of these long trips so yeah. I, I think your don't experience sell yourself is short. My friend. don't sell yourself short it's true there we go there we right. go <laughs> no i always say to my clients like pretty much exactly the same as that in the sense oh, yeah. that you know longer is so subjective right. and longer for anyone you know whatever it may be um but the the advice and the the ideas and the the things you need to do right. you know it'll be effective for whether it's your first four-day hike or your first seven-day hike or your first two-week hike or your big six-month adventure it's all going to be very similar so as you said very subjective yeah exactly and it's like about learning how to do it right right so yeah. however far you go it's like you're learning the mechanics and 
how to take care of your body the best way. Are you seeing, do you see, I know, are you seeing like a trend with outdoor enthusiasts like wanting to go on longer trips and through hikes in your experience? What I see from this front is, you know, for me working with hikers over like a couple of years, like with individuals for a couple of years, typically what I see from people is, you know, they'll go yeah. through a little uh, a transition of the guys who like challenge, they'll sort of say, okay, I've started out hiking, I've discovered my hiking or rediscovered my hiking. You know, I stepped up my first overnighter, then mm. my first multi-day, then I've done a little bit bigger. Mm, yeah. And then once someone reaches like they've done a few, you know, multi-day hikes and they like the challenge, like I often see people sort of veer off into sort of three directions um, depending on the person. Now, one direction, mm. sometimes they get into trail running and they're like, oh, I'm going to get into that and do some big adventures there. Mm-hmm. The next direction is, oh, I want to get into mountaineering and I want to start climbing big mountains and this and that. And, and the third one that I often mm-hmm. see is, yeah, right. leading into these bigger trails or these through hikes, whatever it may be. And, and you know, obviously running is not for everyone, so not many people jump into that and mountaineering at least over in Australia, it's a bit trickier these days with no international travel. Um, so I've definitely seen a lot more right, people right. eyeing off these bigger trails and, you know, just because they like that extra adventure mm. or that challenge or they're looking for the next thing to explore. And, and yeah, I've definitely seen an uptick on that, you know, right. just in the last eight months and let alone the last few years. Yeah, that is, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, there's three groups. I definitely, wow. I'm trying to think wow. of myself kind of in my early backpacking days and I think I, I ventured out into the mountaineering realm and was like this is not for me and so i kind of recoiled back into <laughs> into backpacking <laughs> you're more trail runner now are you more you like trail but running? i'll do now. yeah obviously i do both but um you do both right so for people that want to kind of step up their game and do these these trips we kind of already referenced like obviously some logistics that's a common challenge but what are, what are some other common obstacles from your perspective that you're seeing yeah, typically from, you know, not not speaking to the, the typical ones like logistics and gear and, and all of those things that do pop right. up, but typically the big three ones that I see from people that I talk to is number one is, you know, some type of, you know, ache, pain or injury, which, you know, they're aware that gives them a little bit of an issue on their, their day hiking, their overnight hiking, and they're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like if I'm going to do a week or two or three or months, how am I going to deal with that? And it just seems so unachievable. Um, right. The other synth side of things is um, right. just being out, uh, just having the confidence to actually be out for day after day after day. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I've got to train to get myself ready for weeks and weeks and weeks of hiking. But, you know, I live a busy life. I live and have a busy job. Like I can't get out to do that type of things. And there's this little bit of a mismatch right. between, okay, I need to get myself ready for this, but. I have no idea how that's ever going to happen. And it just caused a lot of doubt and sort of confusion. And, and there's a lot of like lack of confidence in people's mm. ability to, to get ready for this. And that is a, a hesitant, uh, people are a bit hesitant on that front. And then the other side of things is uh, the one that I often yeah. see is just mentally, um, just someone, you know, they just may not consider themselves a through hiker or they may not consider themselves capable of these big adventures and you know there might be 40 50 60 and they're like i've never mm. done something like this before and mm. it's just a whole different identity thing they've, they've just dreamt of this for many years but they just don't consider themselves fitting into that identity which is a bit of a it's an interesting subject but it's it's something i see a lot and typically i see you know those three things they will go in hand in hand for a lot of people but but they're sort of the big ones that i often come across at least in my my line of work so even the people like the last group you're mentioning, like the older people who are like, I'm never, do they have that? Do you see some of them maybe have that passion? Like this is something I really want to do, but I don't know if I can do it. Definitely. And 
from from the guys that I end up working with, you can sort of see like, you know, I, I typically people work with me once they've made that decision, they've gone through all those emotions and those doubts, and they're like, you know what, I don't feel capable, but I'm going to reach out and and get help and begin this process. And it's really cool to see the sort of transformation of, you know, they're like, okay, actually, this is doable. I can do this. You know, my body's going to get through it. I know what I'm doing and, and yada, yada. And, yeah. Yeah. and then you will talk to, they'll talk to their friends who may be still going through those emotions and just not considering things. And they haven't reached that point where they've decided they want to do it, but they've been dreaming about it. And you sort of see this cascade effect right. of, you know, once one person does it in your social circle and you're like, oh my gosh, this is doable. What have they done? And yeah, it's, it's very interesting how it cascades down like that. This is interesting. Like if you had me predict what three things you would respond to to this question, I don't think I would have had any of those because I'm thinking, you know, like <laughs> other, other issues with just time and cost and, you know, like the permit is hard to get or things like that. Like some, I guess some of those are logistical issues, but you're talking about, I mean, a lot of this is just, you know, whether it's anxiety or whether it's just uh, the confidence you mentioned kind of from your perspective, you know, when we talk about kind of physical training, like it, it sounds like you're doing three things. You're doing injury prevention or injury recovery. You're doing the actual fitness side of things, but you're also tackling the mental side of things too, giving them or helping them kind of see that mm -hmm. they can achieve some of these things. Is that accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the mental side of things, it's always so big with any type of hiking and, and this as well and i always say the physical ties into the mental as well and when you can sort of begin to see yeah. you know feel stronger in your body you feel fitter on the trail not getting huffed and puffed on hills pulling after a day hiking right. without being sore the mental takes a big step up and and then once you get to that point then you can mm -hmm. start doing some you know exploring the mental side of things a little bit deeper and yeah. coming up with okay what are your hesitant, uh, what are your drawbacks and what are the things you're worried about on the trail? What has it happened mm -hmm. in the past? What are things holding you back? And and then we can actually explore specific strategies to help with that as well. Um, and it's a bit okay. of a step-by-step -step process. We open inside a vast lair. A Nissan Rogue speeds toward a gigantic door, closing fast. Our hero says, I know this seems like your typical narrow escape, but it's not. This is a Nissan sales event ad. The doors inch closer. Will she make it? Determined, she grips the wheel and hits the gas. The turbocharged rogue squeezes through just as the giant doors clang shut. There's no escaping summer savings during the Nissan Summer Event. Now get 1.9% financing for 36 months on the 2022 Nissan Altima. Availability is limited, so contact your local dealer for inventory information and shop NissanUSA.com. Hurry before these offers get away. For well-qualified buyers, 1.9% APR financing for 36 months on new 2022 Altima and dealer stock. Example, 36 months financing at $28.60 per month per thousand financed. Actual down payment may vary, subject to in-mac credit approval and residency restrictions. Dealer contribution may affect price set by dealer. Dealer sets actual price. Contact dealer for details. N7522. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.
Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me ten grand. Yeah, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters. And it's probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro-mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty, so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com. That's one 844 Leaf. Like for example, you know, um, one that pops up quite a bit and happened with one of my uh, one of my hikers just last week or a couple of days ago, actually, at the recording. Um, she had a, a, a moderate through hike plan. She's been dreaming about it for ages. And then a week out from the trail or two weeks out from the trail, her hiking partner pulled out, um, and so she's now mm. got to do this whole thing by herself. Um, Right. And it's a complete mm. readjustment. And I see this all the time. And then we sort of talk yeah. through, okay, what do you need to change? What do you need to think about? What are the anxieties oh, building yeah. up right now? And we sort of talk through them, do a bit of action planning. And, and yeah, the mental side of things, it's, it's, it's massive as well. I don't know if I would proceed. If I was planning to do it with like a buddy and then they pulled out and now I'm going to go solo, I think. If I pull out, if I pulled out, yeah. would you just be like, I can't handle it? Yeah, well, I don't want to go solo yeah. anyway. I don't. It could be you, no, or it could be yeah, somebody who can hike more than four miles a day. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a totally different trip because there's a lot of comfort when you have, yeah, just somebody who's he's going through the same experience as you. And so, if you can logistically, like you know, m- or motivate them, whatever, and have them continue to go and succeed, that is impressive. Going from like a you know. A partnership to a solo trip. That's, that's you're like you're like a trail whisperer, Rowan. I mean, I feel like you're just like the psychologist on the trail, you know, the junction master. I don't know what you want to call yourself. Master. Whatever. What is that? The, the junction you know? master. I mean, like, uh, mean? <laughs> we can make shirts. It doesn't okay. matter. It's gonna be a, the it's junction gonna be a, so. <laughs> The junction of life. Oh my there's a junction of life. Oh, you know? how good. I'm going to have to change my Instagram bio. <laughs> but, you know, kudos to the people who just, like, to take that, like you were saying, the initiative, the first step to contact right. you to get that ball rolling has got to be huge. I mean, once you get rolling, it seems like it's got to be a little bit easier, but, like, to, to call you, to contact you, to be like, I need help because I want to do this. Um, that's really cool. And it's, it's really nice that, that, that they have somebody like you to really – um, to blossom all these like desires they have, you know, and overcome a lot of these fears that they might be struggling with. So that's really cool. Um, my, my question for you was, you know, for somebody who's either never done a longer trip before or somebody who wants to do it better, like they, maybe they've done it, but they just didn't do it well. What are like three tips you would have for those people? Mm, good question. Three things that I think, or three tips that I think really, really relevant for anyone in this situation is number one, and I think I talked about this a bit last time that we were on the podcast, but absolutely 100%, I highly recommend anyone considering a longer trail or a through hike to do some type of strength training 
in their preparation, which a lot of people overlook, but it can mm-hmm. be so valuable, particularly for these longer hikes. You know, one of the big reasons people fall off the trail mm-hmm. and don't get through these longer things is the body just begins to break down. They get foot pain, shin pain, knee pain, back pain, whatever it may be. Um, and it just makes things tough. And, right. and doing some specific strength training can go such a long way on that front. So that's tip number one and highly recommend you get mm-hmm. around it. Um, number yeah. two is <laughs> it can it's a bit difficult, but try to ignore ninety percent of the people talking at you <laughs> for this type of thing. Now, what I mean by that is when you go on online hmm. with like forums and Facebook, um, you might just be talking to family members. Ninety percent of people who are giving you advice they're not worth listening to <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. gonna, it just causes so much confusion. That's a life skill. Oh, it right. is, absolutely. It's such a life skill. And you'll always get people like if you ask an innocent question, you're like, okay, what type of training will help or what should I eat or you know, how much water should I drink or something like that. Right. You'll always get people giving terrible advice and hikers, mm-hmm. the same as any other subset of population, they're not very good at giving advice. Right. So talk to right. yeah. a professional or get information from a trusted source. So, you know, for you guys on the podcast, obviously giving out some great information for, you know, there's so many people on YouTube these days or there's so many people that, you know, actually have got, you know, a trustworthy source and not just some guy on the internet. And it's try to ignore, find your source and ignore everyone else. And then number three is get your nutrition and your food dialed in because alongside that is nutrition is a massive, massive subject for hikers. And even just a few small changes to what you may be eating can make a massive, massive difference to sort of your performance on the trail, your comfort on the trail, and ultimately like your enjoyment on the trail. Um, And hikers, again, aren't amazing at giving advice on this front. Um, But there are a couple of really, really amazing professionals out there doing amazing things in this field. Um, So people like Kyle from Valley to Peak Nutrition or um, Aaron from Backcountry Foodie, like they're doing great, great, great things in the field. Mm. They've got amazing products, amazing free information. Definitely worth looking up if you're considering this because, as I said, just a few small things on your nutrition can make a massive and dramatic difference actually on your adventure good to know yeah really a lot to, to to respond to there a lot of thoughts i had to digest if you will to digest. yeah yeah we definitely hit the strength training and i and i i'm definitely working on that are you still doing strength training derek you still doing that uh yeah a little bit i'm actually getting a um it's called uh i'm like an exercise type machine so i'm gonna be really ramping it up and and okay. probably in probably like two or three more weeks it's coming so it's called an exercise type machine. I don't want to get into the details. You okay, know, we'll but, talk about it later. But we'll um, later. I'm excited to do it. <laughs> okay, we, and then when you said, you know, you got to figure out what to listen to, listen to the 10%, ignore the 90%. I, mm. I think Derek's probably part of the 90% you probably want to ignore. And then, <laughs> and then we, yeah, we suggest getting, yeah, a variety of, you know, different voices across the board, whether it's YouTube, especially like, you know, whether it's gear or things that, Right. you know, tips for doing these types of things. And then you, you kind of, I guess common themes will arise. And so I think you can kind of pull the wisdom from there. So we, yeah, mm-hmm. in agreement, but the diet's a big one. I, I think, I think we talked about how we, at least I like to try things out on a, like a training hike or a training run ahead of time to see if my body can handle those calories and still push on and like what kind of effect it has. And I think that, yeah, practicing with that nutrition, I think has been helpful for me for sure. All right. Mm-hmm. So you, one thing you mm-hmm. mentioned before was he talked about how one of the obstacles people have is just 
the confidence to be fit enough for the trail. They're not able to put in all those hours. You can't replicate hiking all day because people are working and so on and so forth. So one of my ways around that is to try to incorporate training during the day. So last year we talked about the, you know, the weighted backpack in the grocery store <laughs> and, and you weren't against it, but you weren't necessarily <laughs> wanting to do that for yourself. So I've got, I've got three new strategies to run oh, by boy. you. There we go. And so if you could just rank them like, you know, most helpful or most likely for people to use that you would support to uh, to least helpful, that'd be awesome. So I got him to take ankle weights off. So no, so. no, 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 that's on my list. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, you I put have. It back on? A- Great. Okay. <laughs> you didn't even, even talk about this. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, so here's three. I got uh, ankle weights all day, <laughs> ankle weights all day, and maybe at nighttime. Okay. Oh, while you sleep or what? what uh, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. Because okay. some people right. go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and why wait? Shower why with wait? ankle weights? Yeah. <laughs> Waterproof ones, sure. Um, <laughs> let me talk. Next one is, so you're working, maybe you have a, a desk job, so you're sitting down a lot. So every time you get up to get a drink of water, go to the bathroom, you lunge to the area. So you're doing <laughs> oh, lunges. Geez. And then the third idea was... You know, a lot of people have a dog they like to walk, and to add resistance to that, maybe attach one of those like runners' parachutes to get more wind resistance <laughs> when you're taking your dog for a walk. <laughs> Painful. All right. Two, two two words come to mind there is uh, social 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 suicide. <laughs> Derek is very experienced with that. So, uh, so what? Yeah. What are your any thoughts on those? All right. So, uh, yeah, interesting ideas, interesting ideas. I think probably the one I like the best out of those is the, uh, the office one, um, and sort of cueing yourself to do some. Now I would say with that one, it needs a little bit of tweaking to sort of make it a little bit more, uh, more acceptable for some people because (laughs) that's the nice way to say it (laughs) because some people yeah might be happy to 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 lunge around the office but uh, you know a lot of people won't so pretty much what i like to recommend to my clients very similar to this but when they are strapped for time is pretty much something similar to that but instead of sort of lunging to the water cooler to the bathroom or whatever is to find a little sort of quiet space somewhere in the office so it might be a fire escape it might be just an empty office whatever it may be and set yourself a little cue in the day so it might be look every time i go to the water cooler i'm just going to duck out and do five lunges or it might be every hour i'm going to duck out and do you know five lunges or you know whenever i just have a really terrible phone call i'm going to go out and do some (laughs) push-ups or something like that Um, but yeah taking that into a if you do have the luxury of having you know a space where you're not in front of everyone um, and just doing it to a level where you're not getting super sweaty. That's something I get a lot of people do. Um, or in if it, if not, then choosing exercise, which is a, maybe a little bit more socially acceptable mm. in that environment. So maybe just doing calf raises or maybe just doing, you know, a couple of push-ups or something. And, you know, some people do feel dorky doing lunges, but, but that's how I often get my clients to do it to fit into their day. And, and yeah, so I'd say that's number one. Okay. Um, I'd say number two out of those recommendations would probably be the ankle weights. Like typically it's not something I generally ask my clients to use, um, but I have seen people use them to to good success. Um, I I would argue that you probably get much more benefit to anything you're going to get from ankle weights from doing 
structured strength work once or twice a week and then doing like loader pack walking maybe once a week or something. Right. But, you know, if you want to throw in the ankle weights, it's not going to not gonna hurt. I would typically just say, you know, if you do have any risk of any history of, you know, foot pain or shoulder pain, uh, not shoulder pain, shin pain, I should say, or knee pain, you know, you want to be wary of just using them for hours and hours on end. You might use them for mm-hmm. half an hour and then an hour and then a couple of hours oh, and just right, ease right. yourself up that. Um but you know they they have their place, and I've seen people use them in the gym on you know the stairmaster and the treadmill, and you know in a controlled environment, and you know they go pretty right. well in that. So um, okay, I would say the dog walking probably very very you know very very low on the <laughs> list of priorities <laughs> okay. there with the parachute gotcha. purely because the parachute um from from my knowledge of it at least it's a, it's a device to help your sprinting. Um, but you're probably not going to get enough sort of momentum when you're walking your dog Ooh, to get any uh, enough resistance. So, so what I get my clients to do on that for the dog walking because it is a great opportunity. But just do your dog walking with you know a loader pack or and whenever it stops right. to have a sniff or have a have a whiz, um, do a few calf raises or do a couple of squats or whatever. And and that's typically how I cue my clients with the dog walking. And that you know as long as the dog's not. Uh, hasn't got too much of a mind of its own, you, you can get a little bit extra benefit out of that. The fact that you use wow. the dog walking as part of the training means I'm not too far off with some of these ideas. So uh, I think that, okay, so the ankle, so just to clarify though, is because I've mentioned this even last year, is I don't think that any of these are meant to replace the the strength training they're suggesting. I'm just saying this is kind of like an added way to get kind of more the duration of some of these things. So that way, um, I don't know, like if you have, if you're walking around with ankle weights and so you have kind of the heavier feet, the thought is that if you if your body gets used to that, by the time you hit the trail and you're using shoes or light hikers that are lighter weight than that, like the resistance will be less and it'll be easier for you to kind of fly up the trail. You might be marching though. Yeah, yeah. Like your legs would fly up, you know. That's true. <laughs> that makes yeah. No, and and on that as an addition, yeah, for sure. Okay. Why not? Like it's uh I could see it helping as long as it doesn't go backwards. Like but if you're right. don't have any issues with uh, aches or pains then and why not? I think it, it could definitely yeah. um, be a nice addition to what you're doing. That's amazing. Yeah, the other thought yeah. I had with your, your feedback was with the parachute thing, I'm wondering what the minimum miles per hour is that you have to hike or run to get that thing up and going. Now I want to know. i got to look that up. You have to do some experimentation. Well, I think if you – well, the parachute you needed to use because you're not that fast was like a G.I. Joe doll-sized parachute, mm. right? It's like the little mini. So you could probably get that going. Okay. But again, Rowan taking the ridiculousness and making it sound legit somehow. I don't, I don't know, know how he did that. This is not as ridiculous as you might think. No, he's talking about parachutes. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard all, all sorts. So this was – Except for the parachute, okay. <laughs> this Except is pretty pretty well within the realms of normal. Yeah. Um, How many people wear parachutes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You, know? you just got to think outside the box. You know, this is well. Let me let me parachute pants. I used to wear those in junior high. Yep. So that's parachute pants. Resistance right that's, there. I had strong legs. That's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, something to think about. I, I do like that you mentioned kind of like you know creating your own space to to, to do some exercises. I will share yeah. that I am the guy that does that. I mean, I, I'm a, as a teacher, I have my own classroom, and when we have planned periods, sometimes I'll take kind of breaks from the computer, from work, and do some of that stuff. And this is probably true for other people who, who do this as well. Anytime I do that, I feel like the chance of somebody walking in is like 90% because <laughs> – and just you being – you know, doing push-ups on the floor, whatever, stretches, for it sure. just looks awkward. And so I've, I guess I've yeah. gotten used to that. So there you go. 
and then it's uh, the issue you you try to keep a cool face, but you're huffing and puffing while having the conversation, trying to keep that right. to yourself. And I've done yeah, that right. a few times. <laughs> not yeah. Much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not alone. I didn't think I was. Yeah. He still wonders why he eats lunch alone, but now it, it's kind of making sense now. So um, that makes sense. That's good. Uh, anything, do you have anything else? Or I got one more question for him. I don't know if you got anything else. Uh, no. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I just want to, we just want to know, well, I, and we want to know what you have going on with Summit Strength this year. Yeah. So, so Summit Strength, yeah, we're, we're growing quite a bit this year, actually. Um, we had a little bit of a low point last year with the, with obviously the pandemic and everything going on, but I think an international travel dying, but I think everyone's sort of, you know, in the last eight months or so, a lot of people rediscovered their local adventures and been getting out and, and all, uh, and they're at least um, around the local state mm-hmm. or the country or whatever it may be. So, yeah, big things are happening. So we've taken, got a couple of extra coaches on board to help me out. So they're sort of building up and um, delivering a little bit of extra. We're sort of adding yes. extra value into our programs, which is really cool. So we're getting extra nutrition support than we used to. We're adding in some hiking-specific Pilates and hiking-specific yoga into all our programs, which is really really cool mm. um so yeah we got wow. some really exciting things going on and and this year i'm kind of hoping just to keep on sort of pumping out all the sort of educational content for for hikers so you know whether you know you're doing your first day walks or your first overnight hike or your first multi-day hikes or your big through hikes are just pumping out content to really really make a shift towards you know simple but effective training for this area so hopefully you'll sort of see the summit strength name just popping up everywhere you look in the hiking community and hopefully it uh yeah hopefully it just keeps on growing so um, yeah, so very exciting uh, things ahead and remind us or remind everybody out there the name of your podcast and we talk about content. yeah so the podcast um is the the training for hiking and trekking podcast which i'm still doing a couple of a couple of times a week so i'm talking all things about physical preparation and mental preparation for hiking um, and then right. as an adjunct to that as well as we're adding a lot of extra sort of visual content these days because obviously on the podcast it can be a little bit tricky to to describe exercises and this and that. Um, I've got a sort of private right. Facebook group up and running, which is the Training for Hiking and Trekking Facebook group. And inside there, I okay. always sort of expand on the topics a little bit more, yes. give out video tutorials, you know, give extra advice and have a little bit of the back and forth with some of the listeners, which um, are really fantastic. So, so if you are interested in learning Absolutely. about these things, you know they're the two best places to check out because yeah there's lots of information going out there yeah we'll have that in our show description so people can just click on the links and and check that out and and join up because yeah i think that uh as always when people yeah listen to you on our show they're they're inspired to to continue to learn and grow and yeah whether it's for longer trails and through hikes or just you know their own backpacking trips there's a lot of good information very true thanks again for coming on really appreciate your time and um yeah we will catch up with you always a pleasure my man Always a pleasure. No, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me back yeah. on. It's been a blast as always. Again, we thank Roan for coming on our show. And just um, Summit Strength is actually going to be partnering with us for another season for our next season, season five. And we just appreciate all of his support. He is the best. And um, yeah. So takeaways, my friend, yeah. what do you got? Just so much to talk about. He, you know, the three, the three things that he was talking about with, you know, the things that we can do with the strength training the the diet uh just changing the mm-hmm. diet and how important that is and then also right. you know just the 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 mental thing about like not listening to 90 percent of the people that want to give you input mm-hmm. which i know you really kind of resonate right. with too those are three huge areas and i then to me like the i never even thought about not listening to 90 percent of the people i feel like in general maybe i'd try to tune out most of that but um he really mm-hmm. emphasized that 
Because I think sometimes it yeah. can bring people down mentally. A lot of it's point of view, right? So if somebody is putting information out, trying to show how yeah. great they are at something, that can be really discouraging because you feel like maybe you're not going to be able to measure up to them. And so like, I'm not going to be as fit. I'm not a full-time backpacker right, or whatever right. and so that can be very discouraging like they come across as a know-it-all and like you know how dare you not know something like i think we've all have those people in our right. our field of work who, who's just like who kind of you know they're like why didn't you just yep. do this and like you had no training on whatever they're challenging you on and so it just kind of is depressing um there's that right and then there's also the agenda where people are pushing you know products and gear and some of it's good some of it may not be. Maybe they're sponsored. Maybe, you know, that's why I say don't just listen to us. Listen to other mm-hmm. people and what they have to say about whatever, right? And so getting the variety and kind of getting the common themes, I think, is is the key there. Well, I know it's shocking, but we are we here at the B&B are not the end-all, be-all of knowledge on the trail. So I don't think we've ever been accused of that. Well, just in case we were. Um, you okay. know, I, <laughs> just in case we were, we're not. <laughs> I empathize. I do work with somebody who is a know-it-all. I, and I get that. I get that struggle, you know, and okay. uh, I press on. Um, but, no, he was talking <laughs> about I, – I really – it was interesting that the whole thing about the whole mental – you know, he's, he's out here helping people obviously physically get tuned in for the trail or whatever they're going to do. But, like, all this mental stuff that he was talking about, like my friend bailed out or I got this right. work schedule problem or right. – can't do I have enough flexibility in my schedule if things go, you know, slower than expected or whatever? Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Friend bailing out is actually a really common problem. Yeah, really. It's common more problem. common. I was gonna say it's I mean, we had common. a buddy bail on our trip this yeah. for the summer. So like unexpectedly, we, did. we gave him we six did. months notice, plenty of time. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna make this one. So I don't know what else you can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So this is not. Nope. Yeah, I think that if you just have one person you're going with, though, and so now you're down to solo, the difference between two to one is massive. If you're going like four to three or three to two, not as big of a deal. Still a big deal, but not, not so, a big deal, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think Junction Master means? What do I think it means? Yeah, you you, you named him Junction Master. I don't like ju- what? what do you mean? It's, it's, he's the master of all. Like, trail, trails have junctions, you know, and there's lots of junctions. Okay, wait. Wisdom right, right. there. Guys. I know. There you go. Shocking. That, that's a 10 percent. If you did right 10 percent. If you didn't know that, if you didn't know that, <laughs> now you know it. So he's the guy that's going to give you the uh, the knowledge for all junctions. Like, what what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Do I feel confident oh. going through this junction? Do I need to turn around and go back to the original? He's going to prep you for everything. Um, so literal and figurative junctions. And mental. There's mental okay. junctions that, that we face. On the trail, Carl. Do I yell at Carl for stealing my food and mooching again? Do I not? Like, these are mental junctions mm. that you embrace right. on the trail. So. I'm going to say Junction Master is probably your second best nickname. Nobody cares about your ranking system, but thank you. Okay, I care. Um, yeah, I know you're going to say, what, Camel Cud's number one? Oh, yeah, of it? course, of course. Okay. Yeah, not even close. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> not even close. Uh, so, yeah, other thing I want to talk I kind of came with my own list of of obstacles or challenges. I, I kind of referenced them a little bit in the interview, but I think that, I don't know. I, I feel like if, if I say, well, I'll, I'll kind of put you on the spot. If I say, Derek, what is, what are your big obstacles for, for not wanting to do like a longer trail or a through hike? And I'm, I'm not talking about multi-month. I'm talking like, let's say seven to 10 days. Mm. What's my biggest obstacle? Time. Yeah. I, th- I think time, time, uh, availability. Honest. Yep. Uh, that's probably the biggest obstacle. Right. But if I made up my mind, I'm going to do it. 
and I'm going to go and I have the time, then I think that's different. I think mentally yeah. I'm in a different place. So. I think that people, when they think of these through hikes or these longer trails, they're thinking of the biggies, the ones that take, you know, multiple months. months. And so I think that yeah. there's a lot of options out there to consider that don't take that long. I mean, technically what we did in Olympic National Park where we went from one side of the park to the other, I mean, granted we did that in four days, but that's technically a through hike. We're through going through an entire area, in this case a national park. Right. So right. I, it's tough. Like time is a big one, especially if you are a dad or a mom or a critical member of the family or whatever. You right. have a job that it's hard to get away from. So I, yeah, for me, my solution is I've, I'm trying to find a trail. This is specifically for next year where I want to get away and I can, I might have to up the miles a little bit per day to, to accomplish the trail. But like, those are factors that I'm, I'm considering because I want to get out there and without sacrificing mm. too much family time. So right. are you, would you say you're a critical member of your family or, or no? Mm, depends on the day. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Depends on who you talk to, you probably do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, actually, yeah. So I'm planning about a year out, and I'll, I'll probably put this out there at some point on our show where I'm gonna I'm gonna start recruiting some people. Ooh. I don't want to have this like only two people are going and one person bails kind of thing. Like I want to put a group right. together. You want a group? Yeah. I want to get a group together. I want I want this to be an event. Let's make it happen. An event? Yeah. Wow, this yeah. is big. You're branching out. You're getting events going, not trips, but events. No, that's I'm good. making this an event. So we'll, we'll talk more about that later, but okay. that is that is on the potential agenda. So It's on the docket, guys. You heard it here. Right. right. Let's talk about some things with kind of the longer trails that you've got to consider that you wouldn't typically consider on a, on a typical trip. Do you, like, I, we didn't, I didn't have you prepare for this. Off the top of your head, can you think of anything that you might think differently about for a longer trail than you would for a shorter hike? I think just what kind of food to pack over. Like, if I'm going for months or something like that. I'm thinking like what kind of food am I going to pack because you can get to me like I can get away with like so-so type of food for like a few days mm-hmm. or something like that but if you're going for like months right. you need to bring some like legit let's not talk months let's talk like the seven to ten days let's say like okay next seven level to ten up. days yeah I mean I'm still gonna think diet I still want to like eat well and right di- you know you want to digest things well and have right. proper you know bowels on the bowel movements on the trip and whatnot but that's what you're thinking about you're thinking how can i have a proper bowel movement on the trip uh, among other things sure yeah um <laughs> you know i think uh i think the gear to me the if i'm going depending on where we go but to me like i think there'd be like minor tweaks to the gear maybe i don't think that'd be like a huge issue but like minor tweaks okay well depending on where we're going you know but um, obviously the body, and if I had, I think like he mentioned something too that that resonated with me about like the aches and the pains. Like, hey, I have this like little knee sharp pain, or I have this little something that usually comes up like the last day or two of my normal trip. How right. in the earth could I do like seven to ten days if this? Right. You know, what I mean, that was the thing that kind of jumped out at me. So okay, I'd say like figuring out how to manage that would probably okay. be something huge. You hit a couple things I had on my list. Yeah, food's a big one. Food variety, it's not always easy. We talked about that last episode a little bit with trying to branch out and look at some different options. But food variety is tough because it's easier to shop when you're you're shopping for the same thing. It's like, I'm going to buy trail mix, and so I'm going to have the Mm -hmm. same trail mix five days in a row, so I'm going to make five bags of this trail mix. Like That's obviously very efficient and easy, but... By the time you're on the trail, you're like, I don't want any more of this trail mix. Like, it's the same stuff. Yuck. And it's heavy. And it's yeah. just, ugh. Yeah. You know, speaking of trail mix, I was thinking about this the other day. Do you do you ever eat raisins, like, just like a pack of raisins or something? No. Box raisins? No. I mean, I would, no. but no. 
Okay. Now, yeah, we have raisins in our house, and I actually really like raisins. And so when I eat the raisins, I'm like, these are good. But I feel like when you add raisins to anything else, it makes whatever that is, like, terrible. So let me ask you a question. We might grow closer here. Okay. Do you, Are you, like, a fan of, like, the oatmeal raisin cookie? I will repeat what I just said. When you add raisins to anything else, it makes it terrible. Okay, that's that was what I thought. <laughs> so I there's agree. The cookie. I agree. Yeah, there's the cookie. There's the trail mix. I, I like, hate it. That, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. And it's I like raisins, but you add them to stuff, and it makes things worse. I don't know. I don't know. People would disagree so with us, but I don't. I don't care right now. I, it's a weird thing. It is no. It's not a weird thing. I, I didn't. I didn't know we had this in common. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned this because no. Well, yeah, but it's weird to like something and then add it. No matter what you're adding it to, it makes everything you add it to worse. I think that's weird. Uh, well, yeah. When I'm digging through trail mix, am I, am I excited to pull the raisin out? No, no. it's like the last no, thing I'm. I'm avoiding right. the raisin. And I don't. I don't. So I don't even put raisins in the trail mix anymore. So, yeah. just kind of a side note. But on my list, I have things to think about that might be different. I have, you know, you, like you've got to consider that you're going to be washing your clothes at some point if you're not passing. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. Some sort of area where they that's can do that for one. you. So you got to have some sort of system for that. Um, you're probably going to shed some of your luxury items, like from your. I don't know, gear kit, I would suggest you're probably going to shed your, your fire starting stuff. You think so? Do you? Over, over, yeah, because when you're going day after day. Over like, pajama pants? I, oh, I would shed those for you <laughs> in a moment. I'm just I'm just trying to predict what you might shed. Like for me, I'm not going to bring a chair. Like chairs are nice, but I don't want to mm. lug an extra pound pass yeah. over pass or whatever it ends up being. I mean, I, I guess if I'm by myself, I mean, yeah, there's there's stuff I'd probably, but right. I mean, again, like a fire here and there is is, it's nice. Right. It's really nice. So, I might do something like super lightweight for a fire start. I wouldn't bring all the knickknacks I usually bring for right. sure. But, for sure. but um, chair, yeah, I might I might boot the chair. Yeah. I might boot the chair. That's for a sure. good point. Okay, so here's the other side of this is if you are gonna go with somebody else, and this kind of goes to, I will probably talk more in detail about this when yeah. I start throwing my ideas around for for next year, but. Um, when you start going with other people, there's a lot of things you've got to think about, like who gets to go and is that a good fit? So mm. again, putting me on the spot here, if I said, Derek, mm. I'm recruiting people to, to go backpacking with me, who would fit with my, with my agenda? How, we, and you're going seven to 10 days. Well, yeah, let's say 10 days. What kind of ten person days. do you think would either like I would want to go with or would enjoy going with me. Um, what kind of person are we talking about here? Flexible. Okay. Uh, go with the flow. They're not a complainer. Okay. Um, you want you want what you want, Carl, is my personality. and uh, I want your personality? You want my personality because I'm okay. going to give you some humor. I'm going to give you some love. I'm going to give you some pushback at times. <laughs> uh, no, I think somebody who's just easy to get along with, somebody who's like yeah. conversational, somebody who wants yes. to like get out there who wants to like who's willing to have you know deep conversations or or silly conversation like everything yeah um i think that's important too because you, you don't want to get out there and just be like you know this person doesn't talk or right. they talk minimally and then we're going to talk you know hike for 10 miles and not say anything and i mean there's time for that. and i'm not trying to make this about me i'm just try- i'm pointing out that these are things that you have to think about when you're going on a lot of trips is is for you know, sure do you want like i agree i want the person who's very conversational who's not gonna be quiet the whole time but that's not true for everybody, right? So maybe they want... I mean, I think this applies to travel in general, though. You know, like, yeah. I've been on trips with people who don't talk a lot, and it's torture. So right. I can only imagine, like, if I'm on a trail with them for, like, 10 days, it's going to be, oh, my gosh, no, I couldn't even handle that. So right. Yep. I would 100% agree with you. 
yeah. think a lot of people. So, that, would, yeah. so that's what we have in common. Not everybody has that, and that's fine. No. Um, other things would be fitness levels. You don't want to just kind of be, yeah, waiting for somebody or feeling like you're you're trying to catch up with them. It doesn't be exactly the same, but it's similar enough, right? Right. Um, actually, that's another that's another takeaway I had from Rowan's interview was he's talking about you know the mental side of things and encouraging. And I don't know if this is part of his job, but I feel like I end up sort of in the back of the pack trying to encourage somebody to keep going a lot of the time. Do you feel like that's a... Not all the time. And it's not always with adults. Sometimes it's, yeah. it's with kids. It's not always with my own kids. And I don't know. Have you, have you had that experience? I feel like... I bet it happened to me when I'm having a hard day. But at the same right. time, yeah, I think yeah, exactly. I... There's been a couple times on our... A few... Well, let's say the, few, the handful of times on our trips where I'd fall back and I'd, I'd hike with a couple guys that were having a hard time. And I'm like, right. let's just do it together. You know, we'll take 50 steps and take a break or let's get to the- this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Dot com. The next tree. And just like short term goals just yeah. to get them through it. So, yeah, I've done that too. Okay, so sure. you know what I'm talking about. So, here's here's yeah. my um, takeaway. This is I, I was noticing this because we did this bike ride down to like an ice cream shop just a couple weeks ago. And I and one of the kids that I took was out yeah. of shape and he's just struggling. Like, it's that one of those, like, it's like downhill on the way there, uphill on the way back. And so, it was a long, hard hill. And I was just encouraging him. And one thing I've noticed, and this is true not just with the kids, but with adults, is if you hang back, and you sit there and like, man, you can do it. You can make it to the next road. You can make it to the next whatever. And you're encouraging and you're, you know, kind of prodding them along. Like your expectation would be that by the time they achieve the goal, that they just appreciate you spending time with them. But in my experience, it is the opposite. 
Like right. even though you are sacrificing and it is agony to do this because it takes forever, <laughs> they actually yeah. hate you for it. And they actually are like, why am I out here? Why are you making me do this? And again, not just true for kids, but for adults. And so that's, so I don't know if Rowan has to deal with that as a trainer, but man, that's tough. That's, that's gonna be really tough. Yeah. I, I would find that to be extremely challenging. I think, yeah. you know, it's easy to get like frustrated at the person who's trying to like encourage you, you know, especially right. if you, especially if you're doing some of the intense stuff that they're doing. But again, like I was telling I was saying like, you know, when they take that initial step to like contact him and want to do this, they have, there has to be a desire there. Right. You know, they have that initiative to be like, I know I need more help. I need to get professional help. So like they're willing to be, hopefully they're a teachable person, you know? Right. Yeah. There's, there's, there's some people that want, there's some people that will sign up for those types of things and they want it or they, they want the results, but they don't want to put in the work. And so there can be a little bit of, um, I don't know. There can be some friction there. I remember I was at the gym one time and I guess there's this guy who's a personal trainer. He's working somebody out and then he, he was like, mm. okay, I want you to finish up with these things. And then he right. went and did his, his own thing or was training somebody else. And so I, I wasn't a part of that, but I saw kind of the aftermath where this lady was walking up the stairs and then he's like, all right, I'll see you later. Hey, did you, did you get all the, these exercises in? And she's like, ah, oh, and no, I wasn't feeling up to it today. <laughs> and then like in front of the gym, he's like, that's a bunch of hullabaloo, but he used a different word and called her out. Oh, and I was wow. like, dang, I, I, I've kind of gone back and forth on Ooh. is that it wasn't appropriate to like shame her obviously in front of everybody. But as a personal trainer, no. he's probably dealing with no. people all the time that are cutting corners. So he, it's probably frustrating to him. Right. So anyway, last thing I had was uh, on my on my list of things to consider when, when going with other people on these longer trips is you gotta have same expectations for daily mileage and even pack weight and gear similarities. Otherwise, it's just not gonna go well. No, no, no. I mean that's probably true for normal trips, but more yeah. important, I guess, for the longer trips. So. Hundred percent. So yeah, that was good. Yeah. Any other takeaways or thoughts? No, I, I really enjoyed talking to him though. Like he's always got really good info and applicable yeah. to everybody for sure. We've so. got, I've got more information about, yeah, kind of like leveling up to these longer trails. I just don't know if everybody's interested in doing that. So again, we'll kind of track the interest level from this episode and, and yeah. kind of that'll drive off. If we do this again, kind of dive a little bit deeper yeah. with some of these non-fitness based stuff. But, see, you um, see how last episode I kept talking about deep dive comments on podcasts. We, we keep saying it. It's it's a thing. We do. Yeah. A lot of actually, we got feedback it. on that, man. I, I Did forgot we? to mention that oh. earlier. Yeah, we got some feedback. We got a suggestion. Remember, we asked for a suggestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we got? Yeah. So Joe from Southern California said we should say we're going to unpack this. Ooh, whatever this episode's about. Jojo. Because unpack is not only a buzzword in many circles, but it also relates unpack. to unpack. Unpack. De strap. Yeah. Unpack. I like. I was that. gonna say that at the beginning. I forgot. Well, we said it now, and that's that's the main thing. So, so. I would like nice for job. you to unpack the upcoming trivia Ooh. right after this. Boom. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that. That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Derek, my friend, you, this is, you got trivia today. I got it. It's for you. Yeah. So Thank Rowan's you. from Down Under. And, uh, Correct. We're gonna we got a little down under trivia for you. You see what you, you lived it down there for like a year, so I want to see 
right. how much you know. Maybe you don't know anything. I don't or, know. Or I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Or you forgot. Well, this is unlikely, but whatever. I mean, you remember every trip we've been on and every detail about those trips, but I'm sure you'll <laughs> do fine. So, uh, in we got three questions. Th- one, uh, number one, in Australia, you have the Australian Alps. About mm-hmm. how long do you think that trail? is you can do ki- kilometers <laughs> or miles like just a random guess for how just long it is g- i want to see if you can get it within like uh, 50 kilometers it could be could be thousands it could be hundreds i have no idea it could. Uh, i'll say it's crazy i'll say it's like a thousand kilometers so like 610 miles ish 620 miles you're only 345 off it's okay 655 kilometers, 407 miles. Okay. I was in the same ballpark. A very popular trail. Uh, number two, over oh one. Uh, true or false, there is a long trail in Tasmania that's 254 miles long. I, I want to say that that's true. They have got like this area that's pretty remote, and I think I looked into doing that. There, that is. That is true. Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's the Tasmanian Trail. Okay. Uh, a Tasmanian Long Trail, whatever you want to call Was, it. Can so. you name any city in Tasmania? Me? Yeah. Tasmania. Okay. Uh, next question. <laughs> I like that you're giving city me of trivia. Tasmania in Tasmania. <laughs> Tasmania. I've been there before. I've been to Tasmania. I think it's Hobart is the, the capital. Oh, Hobart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah I didn't go over there when I was there. I didn't go over there. How was it over there? Was it fun? Um, eh. Yeah, it was, like, it was a little okay. colder than where we were staying, which... It was super hot. We were saying, so I actually really appreciate it. Kind of had had a similar climate to yeah, that's nice. to here in Colorado, and um, yeah, I think it's I think it's like generally wilder there, lower population, and I don't okay. know that yeah, I don't know that schooling is succeeding over there, but I could be wrong. Did you get the passport stamp on Tasmania? Did you get that? Did they do that? For Tasmania is not a, another country. I did not. Okay, I was just making sure. I don't know if they gave it some okay. old stamp. We can learn about how passports work later. We can talk about passports actually <laughs> mine's expiring in another year or so okay. so i got good information that. very helpful thank you everybody wanted to know Correct. that uh number three number three um carl's idea of strength training is we have three options here is it a he does power walking in windbreaker jackets <laughs> parachute pants and webbed webbed gloves um b he ties tea bags to his tongue and does 12 to 15 reps at a time <laughs> Or C, he squeezes baby Play-Doh for hand strengthening. Mm. Which one of these does Carl do? I would say it'd be Go most likely it. to do the Play-Doh one. That's pretty cool. Oh, it was yes. Play-Doh. It was yes. Play-Doh. Nice. Yes. You passed two out of yeah. three. I thought you might have said uh, the tea bags, but no. That's Are you still eating Play-Doh? Is that still something you like to smell on? That's, uh, maybe that's your other friend. I don't know. Who, oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, but I'm glad you would do that, though. That makes uh, I could see you doing that on the trail. So eating two out of three, good job, buddy. I'm really thank proud you. of you. Thank you. Yeah, you're growing. Uh, <laughs> uh, any uh, tidbits for us? I do. We... I do have some tidbits. Yeah. Oh no, here we go. Oh no. Well, we, well, I mentioned last episode Bible study. Uh, we're gonna do a Bible study for the summer, and yep. already got a couple folks that have responded. So uh, through social media or through the email listed nice. below in the description reach out if you're interested just to check it out so so let me know and i'll put you on the list and i'll be, we'll be starting that up here probably in the next week or so um yeah. so that's one and and you said you're you're planning to come to, to at least one of those right i'll show up at some point okay. i'm gonna make a an appearance yeah okay uh another one is you know how we got the cliff bars and stuff i never told mm. you but i also reached out to kind bars do you like kind Ooh, bars? oh yeah i do okay those are good 
they weren't as kind as Cliff. They not surprising. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we don't really have any extra bars. They're a big deal, apparently. Yeah, they're kind of a big okay. deal. They're like, you know, what we have though, is we got some coupons. Yeah. Coupons. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I was like, this all right, whatever. I'll take some coupons. Fifty cents off, or what do we? What? Twenty-five cents. Twenty-five cents coupons. <laughs> Hold the phone. Hold the phone. But you know what? I'm not going to hoard them, my friend. I am going to include them in the wow. uh, the next package for somebody who's willing to review us. And so the you, blessings never end yeah. at the B&B. They just never end. You could get 25 cents off a kind bar if you're yeah. willing to put a review on the, the the Apple Podcast app, or really any app, really. So any app, yeah. any app. Uh, yeah, 25 cent coupons. I thought it was kind of funny. That's that's almost too good to be true. Um, yeah. Uh, we, yeah. We so so Chad. I think he's from the New England area. Um, he he was asking me about, like, I forget how this conversation started, but he was asking about the company Feathered Friends, if I knew much about them or mm. would consider reviewing them or something along those lines. And he said he just recently gotten either a bag, I think he got a bag from Feathered Friends. Have you heard of this company? No. What is, what is okay. this? What are we talking about? Well, it's just about, you know, like a downfield bag, right? Mm, okay. Um, I shouldn't say just. I think it's a, like a high-end one. So yeah. So he, he gave me a thorough review and I'm gonna share that later. I wanna I wanna reach out to that company and find a little more more about them. But I just wanted to give it yeah. him a shout out for doing such a he had a, like a detailed thorough review, which is awesome. So thank you, Chad. Nice, nice. And finally, my friend, it's been a while, but we got a new Patreon supporter. Ooh, yes, Ooh. life huge. Yeah, this is somebody that you probably should know, but you don't. His name's Andrew. Mm. He's from Buffalo, New York. That sounds. Buffalo, New York. He was in our uh, our Bible study, so I, I got to know him and did not use the Bible study to try to, to try to recruit Patreon supporters this is of his own accord. And nice. uh, yeah, awesome dude. So Andrew, Andrew, he's he's adventuring with his daughter, doing all sorts of crazy all stuff, right. crazy miles all the time. And That's awesome. uh, he's headed out to Colorado this summer. So I like it, Andrew. And you can be honest with me. You can email me. You know, if Carl guilt tripped you into being a Patreon yeah. supporter. You know, Drew, Drew Bagel, don't don't feel pressured by Carl. So I'm glad to have you aboard. That's true. Um, that's awesome. That's really good news. Some Thank podcasts, you. I don't know if you listen to podcasts on YouTube or watch YouTube channels, like they, they hammer Patreon every single episode, right? Hammer it. We well, we, we bring it up every once in a while. Um, we brush it. We brush it I think gently. we're up to like 60 extra episodes that are on Patreon between lot, like lot of expired episodes and bonus episodes. And we got another lot bonus episode. I think it just came out this week, actually. Bonus episode 17. Thanks. Correct. So. Yeah. So That's right. anyway, thank you, Andrew. And with that, that is all I've got. I got a tidbit. I have a oh. buddy of mine, real good buddy of mine. His name is Will. Okay. And he just, he came up to me. He's like, hey, I just started getting into backpacking. I'm okay. really excited about it. I just want to do some day hikes and some stuff like that. So okay. I'm really stoked. Um, another person into the outdoors and getting passionate about it. It's Wait, really so why did he get that. into this? Was it, did you inspire him? or He just this? likes, uh, well, he know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He's got, he likes the outdoors. He likes hiking. We've, okay. we've done some uh, some short hikes together. And okay. um, he's just, I think the other day he's like, I want to go get some gear. I'm really getting excited about wow. it. And um, so I'm like, great, this is great news. So. Are you going to take him to meet Steve from REI? I might, okay. I might take him. I might take him over there. Yeah, gotcha. we, we we might go shopping together. We'll see. Okay. So shout uh, out to so Will. Sh- shout awesome. out to Will. Yeah. Is it, does he listen to the podcast yeah. or is he going to? He may. Yeah. Okay. I, I got to double check with him. Yeah. I'll tell him I shout it out. To Wait. Him, he's so. like, I'm getting in. I want to get into outdoor adventures. Yeah. I want maybe you to help me with some gear, with some hikes. He's into it. But I don't want to listen to your podcast. Well, I mean, I think he he might. Maybe he'll start diving into it. Oh, I mean, unpacking it, <laughs> if you will. Ah, okay. I did that on purpose. Anyway, um, 
overall stoked for him, and we'll see how that pans out okay. in the future. So that's all I got. Um, that's my line. That's my line tonight. Okay. So, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Rowan, you're amazing as always. And, guys, if you see a guy with sheets strapped to his back and ankles, don't worry. It's not Superman. It's just Carl trying to do a little strength training with parachutes. We'll see you next time. I want to You know, Carl comes up to me and he's like, Derek, I get so many speeding tickets, like constantly speeding. This is like the fifth one of the year. They're going to take my license away. Like, what do I do? I say, Carl, there's only one thing you can do. You need to call the uh, you need to call the junction master. It's like, what? What are you talking about? Just call him, Carl. He said, calls him up. Junction master says, here's the problem. And he's like, Carl, let's start with one step. Remove the ankle weights. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.